Okay, I am I am so ready to talk about Best Boy Sakamoto. Oh boy. You know, I I started terming him like the most bangable man in the world <laughs> is is basically what it's just a long beer commercial with an underage guy. It's weird. That's such a great way to put it. Yeah, no, it's just he he can't do anything wrong, and even when he does, everyone thinks it's the best thing that's ever happened. The first shot of him is the least sexy shot of Sakamoto in the entire show, and you already know, whoa, this guy means business, because when anyone looks at you front on with shiny glasses and a poor-fitting baseball jacket, run, run, get out of there right now, because they are going to fuck your girlfriend, they're going to fuck your family, and they are going to also give you life advice at the same time. <laughs> So 52 of WTF Anime. I'm Joe, and I will be playing the role of Cool, and playing the role of Cooler is Travis. Hey, what's up, Joe? How's it going, man? Yeah, it's going great. Totally fine. <laughs> just Joe, Joe how, how you doing? <laughs> just break it down for a minute. Just How are you? Uh, I would go on and on about <laughs> how my day has been, but we have some guests. So playing the role of Coolest is Carl and Alex of the Palm Top Podcast. Howdy! Hey. Howdy there. Hey guys, good to have you on. Thank you. Ah, we had a long day of sitting in an empty anime classroom. <laughs> it's a weekend, too. It was really strange. <laughs> they just let us in. The doors weren't locked. No, we went on the rooftop. They never let us in on the rooftops. You'd be surprised. <laughs> nice. <laughs> I had something important to tell Kyle after class. Oh, what? Uh, could it be? Uh, no. <laughs> Your Kokoro is not Kokoro. Oh, no. Never mind. We're, n- we're not actually going to review an episode. We're just going to let them go, and we're going to react to it. We're the anime today. Yeah. yeah. The Palm Top Podcast is on the Palm Top Podcast today. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, we, we, that we was way it. too much of an innuendo. <laughs> <laughs> Keep it. Keep it. All right. So, Joe and Travis, um, Kyle and I watched this show Three years ago? Yeah. Two years ago? Around the time when it aired, I believe. Around the time when it aired, we just stumbled onto it and went, all right, this can't be that bad. Changed our lives for the better. I don't watch a lot of shonen anime, but I have a, I have a shirking suspicion that this is what most shonen anime is like. <laughs> I mean, you, that's a statement you could say. <laughs> I, I, I guess we'll go right into it. Yeah, so what did you what did you get us to watch? <laughs> oh yeah, we uh we we made you guys hey, haven't you heard? I'm Sakamoto. Or uh Sakamoto Deska. Or depending if you look really close at the opening titles, I'm Sakamoto, you know. <laughs> yeah, the, the 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 naming is all over the place. It's a it's a little lost in translation apparently. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's all about Sakamoto and as every every single episode tell you, he is the cooler Cool. Uh, sorry. Cool. cool cooler. Coolest. No matter what this man does, it is the coolest thing, and everybody loves him for one reason or another. Mm-hmm. I've never watched an actual episode of this, but for 
some reason, somehow, I've seen a bunch of clips of all the Rube Goldberg bullshit that <laughs> he does for normal everyday mm -hmm. things, so that was my prep. Yeah, and I gotta say, there's times, because we watched episode 5, and I've got nothing before and after to compare it with, there's times I go, are we sure that this character's human? Because <laughs> <laughs> it really doesn't feel like it sometimes. Uh, Travis, how would you feel if I told you that the, no one knows, <laughs> and there are theories that permeate Reddit that we are like, wait, hmm? Oh, yeah, th this dude is 100%, uh, you know, uh, succubus gone to high school <laughs> is, is what it feels like. If you actually know Bayonetta, people thought for a very long time that this was <laughs> oh, Bayonetta's shit, I son. was going to make that comparison later <laughs> in the show. I was going to be like... Bayonetta got a haircut and is like <laughs> cross-dressing as a dude right now, and that's cool. There's a lot of fan art. And he's voiced by Marth from Super Smash Brothers. There you go. Nice. <laughs> so everything ties in. Why did we pick five again? Oh, all right. So I feel like uh, episode five really runs the full gambit. You have uh, a show's great for its like little tiny weird quirks where like, oh, you know, Sakamoto just gets into some situation and he just finds like the, the silliest way to accomplish his own goals. Plus, like we have the, the bigger narrative of Sakamoto weirdly changes people for the better through like his weird antics. Yeah, he's he's kind of bagger Vance as hell. Like he's just doing his own thing and people are, like taking life lessons from it. <laughs> yep. You get it's it's the it's the cave. You get what you take out of it. Mm. Whatever you look at and see Sakamoto as, you will become a better person because of that. That's the lesson he imparts. My takeaway from this was this is some kind of terrifying cult of personality. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's there's one scene where like it gets a little <laughs> creepy with with the high school girls. I'm sure we'll talk about it when we actually start to break down, but yeah, he has cult level devotion. Uh, from some of the, the student uh, attend or fellow classmates, I guess is what I should say. So I'll, I'll tell you guys that he has that from day one. <laughs> they really don't explain how it developed or where it came from. Just every girl loves him. Lending that credence to the, this is not a mortal human being. It's just like walked in and everyone's like, <sighs> why are you rolling this red carpet out? Oh, it's the <laughs> alien. Of course. <laughs> You know that creepy sex alien? You mean Dave Bowie? No. No, different mm. one. Ooh. Hey, man. No. If he was still around, there could be a live action with Dave Bowie. I would. Mm, I, yeah. <laughs> I mean, Dave Bowie it was a creepy sex alien and just, you know, bangable. I don't care how, how it, uh, your preferences lie. He was just weirdly sexual. Yep. <laughs> if we were doing that adaptation, could we please not make it in a school? Please? For me? For your friend? <laughs> oh, yeah, that would, be, I, that would be much more comfortable for me. To be fair, Sakamoto <laughs> does look like he's in his, like, late 20s. <laughs> it's anime, so it's like, you see that character model, it's like, he could be 16 or, like, 30. And I mean, it yeah. changes. Depending on the shot, he's either, like, a 14-year-old or, like, a 25-year-old with the most defined face. Or a blob with white glasses. Look, he has the Jotaro problem. Yeah. It's fine. Jotaro's 17. Jorno's 15. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Let's see that math. Uh, Koichi's 18 in part five. Uh, it's so funny. Oh, my God. That's right. Yeah. He's so tiny. <laughs> The camera pans down to him. He's under the waist of belts. Oh, 
poor kid. <laughs> All right. Well, so shall we actually start to break down this episode yes. rather than just crack wise about <laughs> the most uh, the most bangable high school school student in the world uh, that that is our main character. I I think we yeah. can. <laughs> hey, shocking! This uh, this anime takes place in the high school. And the first thing that happens is Sakamoto is very good at pitching a baseball into someone's face. <laughs> yeah, uh, this is the first part where I start to question, is he supernatural? Because I've been hit with a baseball and, you know, I never flew off my feet and, and into the batter stop behind me. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I've never played baseball anyway. Oh, God. And that's fine. <laughs> The weirdest part is uh, Kubo, his Kubo. friend. Like that's his like good friend, <laughs> that's his best best friend. <laughs> like he doesn't have a lot of friends, and he just beans him. Mm-hmm. Which, if you watch this episode and he didn't say Sakamoto, I feel like you'd believe Kubo's the main character because he's much more defined as a character True. and more unique looking. Uh, yeah, he's actually the only person that is not of the same art direction, basically. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, all, all the character design looks very similar with the exception of this one person. I, I hate to say it, but he's kind of ugly. Yeah, he's ho- he's kind of Hollywood homely in this anime. Everyone else is just kind of blasé anime characters. Yeah, yeah. It, it's like when you cast Jonah Hill to be your buddy. <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> oh, my God. David Bowie and Jonah Hill. <laughs> oh, stop. Why wasn't this. that a music video? I am, I am slowly casting this as we go on. Oh, please. <laughs> we will continue. So, yeah, Kubo's butted in the face by a baseball, and then it's like, oh, I can fix my nose. I, I have some tissues in my pocket. And Sakamoto does the smartest alien thing and goes, hang on, this shirt, this cotton will suffice, and just rips off his shoulder. His shoulder <laughs> of his shirt. Yeah, except then it, it's also apparently part of the torso when they pan back after he's you know, beautifully bandaged this person's <laughs> face. Like, wait, I don't remember him tearing off torso strips, but okay. Yeah, cool. right? <laughs> well, listen, they had to get that Evangelion reference in when Kubo has the bandages like Rei Ayanami. <laughs> I've seen one episode of that, man. I got nothing for you. That's oh, man. <laughs> well, if they, had a, if they had a toy of Kubo with the bandages, it would sell out. Hey, who knows? Fair. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, I, I think the only reason this happens is just so like, hey, Sakamoto is basically half shirtless now. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah that's, that's 100% the purpose of this, this opening scene. Any chance that they can get Sakamoto shirtless, they do. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's Twilight Rules. Okay, I, I got it. Doesn't he yell at the girls? <laughs> He's like, shh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He goes, shh, you're going to start the bleeding again. What? That's how that works. Because they're yelling? <laughs> <laughs> That's the alien biology class he got on humans. If you yell, they bleed oh, more. Oh, man. <laughs> this actually happens a weird amount of times. Sakamoto might actually be an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> like, I would prefer him to be, like, the most blessed idiot. Like, as a character, that, that would make me fall in love with that character. Mm-hmm. He might be. No, I think he's just really good at reading people and paying attention in school. There might be nothing else. And flying. Mm-hmm. But we'll go into that later. <laughs> Please, yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> we'll fill you in on some of the stuff you didn't mm-hmm. see later. That's fair. That's fair. <laughs> Thankfully for Travis, as a part of the opening, there is a little bit of, hey, this is all the information about this character. He's very cool, by the way. <laughs> it's not a little bit of information. It's, this guy is cool. 
That that is the information that you are given. But that's fine because I feel like that's his note. Yeah. <laughs> as a main character, he is exactly one note, at least so far as I've seen. And I think that you could do this show and not change that at all and have everyone else change around him. And that would still be an entertaining, valid story. Mm-hmm. So that was actually like our biggest concern when we watched it originally was we thought the gimmick was going to get old. Mm. Yeah. Like, you know, he's always doing the same thing. He's always cool. But it never got old. <laughs> it only got funnier. I'd say around here is when we were like, okay, no, it's going to keep escalating. They have this constant. And they throw him around in different situations and social scenes. But and it, it, just, it's, it, it just rocks it, man. Yeah. <laughs> and that opening. Yeah, we'll get on the opening, but I'm I'm glad that, like, I don't know if I'm going to watch any more episodes of this show, but I'm glad that that goof is just funny. Mm-hmm. Oh, God, yeah. I, I can't wait to, to watch the finale of this when, uh, you know, Japan abolishes its government accidentally and elects him God Emperor. <laughs> oh, you watched you watch the wrong episode. <laughs> that, that's episode 11. <laughs> oh, okay, perfect. <laughs> Not really much to say visually for the opening, but I fucking dig the music. Oh, oh shit, pretty... yeah. I listen to it from time to time. Mm-hmm. I mean, end music different. It was like Japanese James Blunt, and it just wasn't for me, but that's mm-hmm. fine. <laughs> oh, yeah. the I, I know the artist that does the ending song. He does um, a bunch of other Slice of Life shows. Say I Love You, Honey and Clover. Oh, okay, yeah, um, that makes sense. I forget his name, but he's like kind of popular guy. The opening people, I don't know who they are. The song is amazing. It's the so opening catchy. has one person in it. <laughs> yeah, it it reminds me of a lot of the music I listened to growing up. So I was like, I was like jamming, I was bopping along to the opening. It's a good time. It is. It's a fun romp. <laughs> yeah, it's like music was cool. Nothing like here's Sakamoto and weird scenes with colored backgrounds. Okay. Also, guys, remember he's cool. Yeah. Yeah, I don't I don't know if you remember, but he's very cool. He is so cool that he is singing into his mop and creating actual music. Yeah. He plays ch- he plays chess with with, uh, with mannequins. <laughs> I'm telling you again, like they saw a beer commercial and they're like, make that a high school student, make it an anime. Go, ship it. Yeah. Oh, 100%. <laughs> I think you're onto something. Yeah. I'm I'm already casting it and I already know I I think I got the essence from whence they were coming. (laughs) (laughs) So let's get into Hayabusa. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Hottest boy, uh, 2015, 16. I don't know. I I, I think think he held it for two years straight. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So what you guys didn't catch, uh, the, uh, like the chubbier delinquent guy, he had a whole episode where Sakamoto was basically trying to make him into like a better man. Yeah. No, yeah, Sakamoto was his servant. That's what it and was. And he had to get him food and he had to get him the the best pillow for his nap and he had to clean his shoes and Sakamoto was just too on time for everything and he was always there and it became unsettling. It literally drove him insane. He was a sub until he lost his sanity. Yes. Yeah. Um, I think what Sakamoto did, and I can't remember quite correctly, he made Mariuma believe that Sakamoto was haunting him and out to kill him. <laughs> it became like this weird, like, oh my god, is this guy just like this plant out to get yeah. me? And, and it's just, no, he's just really diligent and wanted to make sure you were comfortable when you took your nap. So that's why he has that episode when he sees Sakamoto. Okay, thank you for context for that, because... 
it felt like a really weird reaction that somebody just walks into a room and, you know, somebody runs off the vomit. Oh, by the way, <laughs> that man tortured me. <laughs> if that's not wrong. With kindness. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's that's how he does it. Can you kill someone with words? Arguably, this show gives a good point that maybe, yes, in fact. <laughs> also, like, walking into this, like, Travis, did you think Sakamoto was just, like, a creepy character? Or did you think this was a misunderstanding? Because it doesn't paint it in a positive light. It doesn't, but I don't know. It didn't paint it in a negative light either. I was worried about the character in the beginning. Just see it, because I thought I was going to hate this guy, like, a bunch. like. Because he doesn't come off all that humble in that opening sequence. I was like, oh, this guy is the coolest, but he also knows it and flaunts it. And I'm like, oh, I'm going to hate this character. Fortunately, no, he's an oblivious idiot uh, to the fact that he's so cool. So it works out. But mm, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, I didn't get any <laughs> creeper vibes because normally I, I, I'm on the lookout for like, ooh, ooh, no. But this anime didn't give me any of that. Mm-hmm. Other than the disturbing army of girls that are willing to murder somebody for, you know, <laughs> a face mold of this guy, which seems a little culty, just a little. Oh, it's my favorite power move I think I've ever junior. seen. <laughs> uh, he just gets called out by Hayabusa. Is like, hey, let me borrow your face for a minute. Pulls out clay mold and just slams his head into it. And he's like. I'll need this back by art class. It really steps on Hayabusa's, like, really cool line. Like, he had this whole thing planned out and... <laughs> the biggest sandbag. And, like, even the girls are, like, pining a little bit after Hayabusa, too. They're yeah. like, oh, hey, he's, he's kind of cute, but not as cute as Sakamoto. I would never betray Sakamoto. You could replace this footage with um, wildlife documentary footage where it's just like, oh, my God, this new cheetah entered the ring, but this cheetah's... <laughs> <laughs> and I think that I... That was at least what I took away was the big conflict is that, you know, Hayabusa sees him as an actual threat because he's supposed to be top dog on campus. And everybody immediately was like, uh, no, there's a new prince in town the moment that he showed up. So yeah, Hayabusa has been there and just like kind of mentioned off camera in a couple episodes, I think, right. He might've just been in the background of some scenes, but like, this is the moment he steps in where he's like, someone insulted my boy. I got to take care of him. Yeah, I'm a second year. I'm too cool for this <laughs> class. I don't actually go to class. Yeah. I'm in the wrong room. See you later. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And so uh, they decide to drag... Uh, drag. Wait, no, that's Greece. Never mind. Never mind. I'm confusing <laughs> shows. Yo. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I got, I got starry-eyed for a second just because I imagined like a musical version of this and I'm super here for that as well. <laughs> hey, man, that could work. All right, so I do have a question. Were you confused by the man in his underwear? Yes. I have questions. <laughs> what, was that underwear or was that a swimsuit? And why either, in either case, why is it the color of bumblebees? I had a visceral reaction to his existence and then thought, <laughs> but this is anime. I'm not There's like, like random dude with dad bod know. hanging out in class, like in his skivvies. <laughs> I assumed he was the homeroom teacher. He also enters in on the worst pun. Oh, God. he uh, He's from another arc where he tried to be like, oh, I'm this huge big fashion model man. But uh, no, oh, it, it, it was so that. Cool. And also, I'm the big class clown. People yes. pay attention to me. Everyone's looking at Sakamoto. 
no one's looking. And then eventually um, Sakamoto saves him from a bee and he's like, okay, I guess I can admit that I really like bees and just never wears a shirt for the rest of the show. And he tries to be a comedy duo with Sakamoto, but Sakamoto's like, nah, I'm not, I'm not doing that. So he's a, he's a student. He's a yes. student. Everyone here is 15. And, and like, no one's calling him out like, dude, you know, you don't have clothes on, right? Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes he'll be in clothes. And then when he goes to tell a joke, he'll just be naked again. <laughs> and he like, does one of his like really bad puns. Yeah. What is? Excuse me, uh, Mr. T- uh, Chubby Dutch Boy. Um, <laughs> we, we've had discussions about this in class before. I'm going to need you to keep your clothes on. This is the third time. Go to the principal. <laughs> now I'm more confused about this show. <laughs> Explaining things didn't help. No, oh. no. Joe, welcome to when you made me do a month of JoJo's and there's only ever deepening <laughs> questions and never any actual answers. None that are, are well, there's answers, but they're not actual answers. They're just words that you supply at me. <laughs> Joe, you jumped Travis in on the episode where you meet Kira, right? Yeah. So you had it's like who's Shigechi? Who's this person? Who's that person? What town? Well, no one cares about Shigechi. No one does. That's no. why he. Mm. Not even Shigechi cares about Shigechi. <laughs> That's a good point. <laughs> the only thing that I got from from that was hashtag Spearwatch was was a bit that I I, I hold. It's one of my babies. I love it. <laughs> there were no spears in this. We're gonna update Spearwatch. It's been a minute. Uh, there were no spears in this episode. <laughs> no, there were there were no spears, but there were sparrows. There were. Uh, okay, so this is the first time I've ever seen an anime go Disney as fuck and make the Disney princess a boy. So that was fun. <laughs> Remember how I told you uh, Sakamoto flies? Uh-huh. Um, there's a windy day one day where Sakamoto is out like holding his umbrella and the sparrow is trying so hard to fly against the gust of wind. That it actually gets blown away. So Sakamoto jumps into the air, Mary Poppins style, <laughs> flies up, and then cradles the sparrow, who then becomes his friend for the rest of the series. All right, new theory. Sakamoto is not human. He's a tulpa, you, you know, uh, a, a spirit of idea uh, that mm-hmm. is made manifest. And the idea of him as Disney princesses and or movies made manifest. And that's why he's so cool, because he's got, he's got that Disney mojo working for him. Okay, I can get behind this idea. Okay. Japan, Japan loves David Lynch and, um, and that kind of spirituality, so I, I would believe it. Bam, we, we, we've done it. We figured it out. <laughs> Shut down Reddit. <laughs> so the the delinquents lackeys, who, by the way, I just need to call attention. So Hayabusa has that delinquent jacket that goes to his like actual waist, so it's a little short. All those delinquent like lackeys really like Hayabusa. They really look up to him. If you look close enough, none of them have a jacket that's that short, but they try their best. Some of them are actually cut, and you can see the strings, and others are folded <laughs> up. <laughs> yeah, they just want to emulate the crop top. <laughs> it's coming back. <laughs> They've been back for years. Oh, I know this exa- is exactly what the episode was trying to point out, but the weird kind of like cult following of Sakamoto versus the delinquent cult following of Hayabusa was a really weird parallel. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of delinquents at this school. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it, it's straight <laughs> back to musicals. Apparently it's straight up uh, sharks and jets uh, up in this high school. Fuck. 100%. Yeah. 
Uh, there's a glimpse of like three other delinquents who are actually play like a huge part in this. I will spoil that there's a delinquent here who's been at the school for eight years. <laughs> That's right. And he runs the delinquents. Whoa. Every year at the graduation ceremony, he just leaves and doesn't graduate. <laughs> <laughs> the final boss is you have to graduate him out of school. That's I'm not that's, joking. That, that's actually the last That's episode. amazing. You've got like a Van Wilder. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> yep. It's amazing. Okay, so it's going to take a lot of, of uh, makeup, but we're definitely uh, casting Burt Kreischer as uh, as the delinquent. <laughs> I don't know who that is. Yeah, I'm I'm unaware. Oh, that's actually who Van Wilder is based on as a character. Oh, no shit. Okay. For real, he's a stand-up comedian uh, that the character of Van Wilder is based on. Look up some of his stuff. He's one of my favorite comedians, actually. I'll do Noted. that. Yeah, look up the machine. It's like a 15-minute bit. It's oh, a long yeah. ride. Oh, I know that one. Yeah. He goes like to Germany, and he like only knows the, the word, uh, I, I am a machine. Uh, uh, yeah, Russia, actually. <laughs> but Russian. Yes. Yeah, yeah, But yeah, no, I, I know that guy. Yep, he is who Van Wilder is based on. <laughs> what? I had no idea. <laughs> yeah. That's amazing. You're blowing my mind. Holy crap. Yeah, he uh, Rolling Stone picked him up as the hardest partying student in the U.S. and did an article on him, and Van Wilder was born. Huh. I had no idea. That's amazing. You know what? It did feel too realistic. He Ryan must Reynolds. be very cool. Mm, hey. You might even call him the coolest. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah, I was just trying to cast some more, but like it, th- that was a podcast digressions. I'm sorry, Joe, if this has to get edited out. <laughs> <laughs> I will apologize to you. I love you, man. <laughs> Sorry. You know our episodes. Like, I never edit out any, like, weird detractions from what we're actually talking about. Mm-hmm. This no. isn't a show about anime. <laughs> no. The, the, the audience comes on this ride for the journey. It's mm-hmm. not about the actual review. <laughs> so, where were so, we? <laughs> Hi, Jinx. Uh, the delinquents were stealing stuff. Yeah, you, Sakamoto, I want you to fight me after school to avenge my buddy, Mariyama. Sakamoto's like, I can't. I have cleaning duty. <laughs> like a model student. Like a human. <laughs> and they go, okay. And the delinquents go, okay. Well, we're going to make it seem like Hayabusa's messing with him. And then you cue the Tom and Jerry antics. <laughs> I feel like these are really where this show shines. Where it's just like these odd situations that Sakamoto gets put in. Oh, I went to the bathroom and my shoes aren't there. Yeah. Let me draw with pen on my socks and <laughs> ice skate down the hallways. And have students wonder if the new pair of, uh, of indoor shoes came out. <laughs> Yo, he's got wheelies. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Sakamoto can never have heelies. He'll make it cool again. Actually... Um, in the next oh, yeah, episode. Heelys. I call them wheelies. Sorry about that. Yeah, Heelys. No, you're fine. <laughs> it was never a thing that I wanted or was interested in, so I'm only t- tangentially aware. That's fine. It's a craze no one really needed to be a part of. Joe, what did you think of the next scene where they steal uh, Sakamoto's protractor? The editing or like just the way it was kind of shot was just brilliant comedy of just like, Look at that person. Now he is like posing like 
he wants someone to paint him like one of their French girls, uh, just to use their flat top mm-hmm. to hang a poster up, which might be the strangest <laughs> sentence I've said on this podcast. It's not even the strangest part of the scene. It's Sakamoto, really why do you want to take my photo? No reason. He's not holding a camera. Yeah, he's just holding his fingers up like a frame. <laughs> Yeah, uh, by the way, Joe, uh, as the person that's been here for every episode ever recorded, that is not the strangest <laughs> sentence that you have ever said on this show. Uh-oh. <laughs> Do you have a number one? Uh, I, you know what? I'm going to have to go re-listen to all of it, and I will, I will pick out from the archives the strangest sentence. I'll do a top ten list of strangest things Joe has ever Ooh, said. Please. I'm certain them are from, like, JoJo episodes. Twitter, Twitter, beware. It's coming. oh jeez oh man i i can think of a lot of them that i've said but what you said hasn't really phased me so i don't know i'll I'll pick them out i'll I'll tweet them out it'll be a good time so yeah there there's all this like hijinks of like we're going to get you to meet him under the bridge because this is an anime and we have four set pieces at least a anime set in high school and every high school needs a bridge. Yeah. So <laughs> that people reason. can either jump off or like cry under and be hugged and it'd be very adorable. The last one is like his friend gets his head shaved and then just like written into yes, him. Because yeah. earlier, there's a lot of hair talk in this episode. So he was asking about what hairstyle he should get. And then apparently the delinquent shaved all of his hair off. And... Sakamoto makes a wig out of a bin bag. <laughs> uh, yeah, that that's pretty accurate. Now, it, you were talking about the bridge, and that didn't even phase me, because my wife is an avid fan of Glee, and that high school is fucking ridiculous on that show. I live in Ohio, where it's supposed to be set, and let me tell you, that is not what schools in Ohio is. <laughs> Like, we don't have outside courtyards because winter is punishing and brutal here. (laughs) I live in a place that certain months out of the year, when you go outside, the outside hurts your face. Yeah. We don't have outside lunch courts. We also don't have full jazz bands that mysteriously just appear when I feel like singing. Which is shit. I mean, get on that, high schools. When I feel like singing, I want my jazz quartet, goddammit. When Glee shows it, they're really spinning the side that's actually going outside in a courtyard is a form of punishment. <laughs> it's like, it's it's 15 degrees, go eat your lunch outside, and the kids that fail in school go outside, and then they confess their feelings. It's all they have. It, it's all bleak, and, and it looks like a, a, a Russian scene uh, shot, mm-hmm. shot somewhere from Russia. Yeah, that that's Ohio during the winter. Here's your borscht. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Oh, geez. Jersey's not much better right now. Yeah, no, it's stupid cold right now. Mm. Yeah, I know. I've been to Jersey. Not a fan so far. Sorry, guys. I'm sure it's lovely in certain parts. It's fine. It's It's fine. We get that everywhere. (laughs) So weird, because Jersey is like an island off the coast of England. I'm pretty sure you guys don't live there. Sorry, this is is Jersey Act Do that we're talking about uh, over here in the U.S. (laughs) (laughs) The less favorable remake <laughs> the gritty dcu remake yeah it, it's the redo yeah <laughs> spelled d-u-x because it's street no one asked for it it's like the 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 new fantastic four movie it's yeah like, <laughs> i thought we were done a lot of hipsters oh lot of man hipsters. This, we are going down digression waterfalls 
this is an unending hold and uh, under which that, that we're plummeting down right now. <laughs> we, need, we need to focus. I'm going to help you out. Speaking of waterfalls and speaking of cold weather, now we're outside in a fight between Sakamoto and Hayabusa. Hello, everyone. It's Joe and Travis from the future, or at least the future in regards to when this episode was recorded. It's the apocalypse now. Yeah, yeah. We we jumped too far. Now everyone's dead, and we're recording over the ashes? Yeah. Uh, the intelligent cockroaches that rose up, though, super chill. Yeah, they brought in this new fancy idea that is abolish capitalism. Speaking of which... <laughs> <laughs> yes! That is that is exactly how you add pivot right into this. <laughs> <laughs> Someday we'll be remotely professional about this. No, we won't. Don't you lie to people. So yes, we have a Patreon. <laughs> we do. <laughs> Where we'll put up some bonus content of us doing some episode reviews. We're actually about to record that exact thing and some movie reviews. So if you would like to support us on Patreon, you can go there. It's patreon.com slash WTF anime show, and you can take a look at the rewards we have and all of the fun stuff that we're doing for bonus content. And if you do support us, you will be like, and we want to send a huge thank you to Charged Archetype. Yeah, thank you, Charged. I hope that's your real name. How are you not an action hero if your name is Charged <laughs> Archetype? You don't, you don't have any other choice. I don't, yeah, I don't see many, like, middle managers being <laughs> charged archetype. I'm pretty sure that's just, like, a screen name and not your real name, but, you know. I like Arcanon better. Charged <laughs> archetype, certified public accountant. <laughs> a huge thank you to them for supporting us on the Patreon and making sure that we can actually do these bonus episodes, because they're very fun. They are very fun. You guys need to come in if you haven't signed up yet. And hear Joe be very angry about Death Note. <laughs> that's that's just like the thing we're going to hold on to. <laughs> it's, it's one of the few times that I got to be on the other side of the glass watching you get angry at media. <laughs> I, I get angry at a lot of things. I don't know what you're talking about. Not like that, you don't. <laughs> oh, oh, heck, speaking of which. Yeah. Travis and I have also been discussing. Yeah, hmm. We just talked about words. We did. <laughs> Travis and I have also been discussing some more bonus content that is not anime-related at all. So if that's a thing that sounds interesting, um, I have a lot of thoughts on a lot of things that we could talk about. Turns out, once you start reviewing anime, you just start reviewing everything in your life. <laughs> I was at coffee with a friend the other day. I reviewed them. We're not friends anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, thanks for seeing me. This is your peer review. I've got some notes here. <laughs> yeah, that's that's it. <laughs> that is to say, sign up for our Patreon, and those that have backed us already, thank you so much. We'll let you get back to past Joe and Travis, as well as the Pops Up Podcast guys. Yeah, a cop shows up and is like, hey, if you two are going to fight, we're going to do this by dual rules. Actually, he says that dueling is illegal, and if just you two fight... What the fuck is the police state in this? If those two fight, <laughs> it's a duel, and that's illegal. Which, okay, so like if multiple people were fighting, then it's not a duel and okay? A 
Apparently, assault has some really tricky loopholes in, in, in the Japanese law system is what I'm figuring <laughs> out, the way this cop is explaining it to me. Oh, hey, those seven guys are beating up that high schooler. That's too many for me to take down as one officer. <laughs> Off on my bike. Oh, look, there's like five of them. Uh, so that is legally none of my business. Good day. Mm-hmm. <laughs> there are five of them. They're all standing right next to Hayabusa. And the cop is like, oh, no, this is a duel. I know what we're doing. Oh, you're doing a sumo match. That's okay. It's pretty good. I read it as this is my fetish. (laughs) (laughs) Sakamoto just gets away with his like roll 20 bluff every (laughs) time. It's like, no, we were definitely just, just, you know, doing some push sumo. He wasn't throwing a punch. Got the cup. And he's just so ready for it. Yeah. What I love is this on duty officer, and this, uh, we're going to describe this push sumo game. But they clearly show the passage of time through through several different techniques. And this on duty officer who should be out, you know, patrolling is like, nah, it'll be all right. I'm just going to sit here and watch these kids do this. He sits in the middle of the road, mm-hmm. too. If you boost the gain on your audio of this episode, you can hear the police dispatch monitor going off there are so many things he's missing (laughs) people have died because this man wanted to watch two high schoolers push each other there are less characters in the next episode of sakamoto (laughs) (laughs) so then this weird comedy show becomes a sports anime Mm -hmm. oh yeah it is initial d yeah well it's like hajime no ippo like right away Here's one of those other things that made me question if this is a human boy at one point during the match, because his eyes clearly go another color. (laughs) He gets the fire of instinct in his eyes, and that means he pushed better. It was just the eye of the tiger, that's all. It's the thrill of the fight. fight. thrill of the fight. (laughs) It's rising up. Creed 2's in theaters. Um, I I love when anime can sell an edit real quick, a real good cut. And it's when Hayabusa, if I remember this correctly, Hayabusa's like, yeah, we're, I guess we're doing a push sumo. What? We're doing a fight. What? Sakamoto's already in pose. He <laughs> jumped all the frames. He's already there. And just the, the anime needs that editing because the budget's clearly, they're saving it for these fight scenes. Oh, yeah, happen. the animation quality jumps. Yeah. It, it really does. Oh, it's... It's fucking insane, okay? I'm just going to say it. <laughs> so, so push sumo. Yeah, this is the most dramatic uh, scene you will ever get of two dudes pushing each other, uh, for sure. <laughs> they, they pull out all the stops. They're like, we need this to be full bananas. <laughs> yeah, and then it starts raining. Like, everything is the most dramatic it could possibly be. <laughs> Then a driver shows up and delivers a box. Wait, no. Different. <laughs> <laughs> Hayabusa's got the upper hand. Watch out! <laughs> <laughs> the anime power lines on the hands when Hayabusa goes full boxing mode, as the officer has noted in the corner far away, off duty. Like, when he starts punching and blue streaks are flying through, I lose it every time. Yeah, it's so good. <laughs> it's absurd. You could believe that man could do a Dempsey roll with his open <laughs> Like, it goes it goes full shonen style, showing off that these two are badasses for a what amounts to a shoving match. And I love <laughs> the ridiculousness of that. 
Was it just me or was this like match 15 minutes long? <laughs> oh, yeah. It was eight it's minutes. Most of the episode. It was five minutes or so. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, when you're talking <laughs> like 23 minutes or, yeah, about 23 minutes worth of animation, five minutes is a sizable amount of an episode. <laughs> it's the most movement in the show so far at this point. And even when they don't 100% animate something, it just adds to the comedy. Like when Sakamoto is hit and he's about to fall over. But what's this? He detaches his shoulders and just proceeds to windmill himself back up. I love his line of like, oh, I thought there was a mosquito here. <laughs> that was one of those moments where I was like, okay, maybe he is a little bit of an arrogant ass. He, he has his fun. He, he's a dick sometimes to Kubo. It, that's fair. The bully, the bullies, or the—I'm sorry—the delinquents yeah. are kind of dicks, so that's fine. They've got blonde hair, therefore delinquent. <laughs> and the school's full of delinquents. <laughs> so I gotta ask: Did you guys think that he was actually going to harness the power of lightning? I wouldn't have been surprised. I was—I was waiting for it for a minute. <laughs> like, I—it it was fifty-fifty at that point. Like. <laughs> How how ridiculous are they about to make this? Are they about to fully confirm that he is a supernatural being? Was what I, I was that that was the question that it caused me to ask when he raises his hand and like here's another reason why I compare him to Bayonetta because it it like flashes to a scene where it's calling it like mm-hmm. his super secret technique and I'm like I've played this video game before like a giant heel is gonna come out and like. Crush the whatever's in front of me now. Oh, if only. If only, like, a giant dog demon just showed out from Sakamoto and he just yells in Latin. (laughs) Something appears. Let's Dance Boys starts playing. Infernus Um, Canine! Yeah. (laughs) Listen. Actually, the garbage bag comes out. That's close enough, right? Oh, there you go. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, the, the wig animates and just murders um, <laughs> Did I, mention, I don't think I mentioned this before. Kubo wears that for multiple episodes. Yeah, after does, the hair grows back in, like, real time. Okay. So, like, the next two episodes, he's just wearing the, the, the trash bag on his head. And it's creepy. You it's know, really uh, it just occurred to me right now to ask this question. How bad does that guy's head smell by the end of the day if he's wearing a trash bag wig? Because, <laughs> like, regular wig, not real breathable or comfortable. Trash bag wig, next level. <laughs> Travis, you gotta, you gotta think one, one more box out. No one smells it because there's so much seaweed in the house. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're, gonna get, we're gonna get to that. The, I, I mean, that has got to be a briny little apartment right now. Uh, just saying. <laughs> Yes, Sakamoto's secret technique of holding one of his hands over his head and the entire crowd in shonen fashion is just like, his secret technique, calling literal fucking lightning. (laughs) He's just calling a taxi, I guess? Cool. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, and then he just lightly pushes Hayabusa over into the taxi. I realized my fight wasn't with you. Yeah, and I didn't want you to catch a cold, so I called you a taxi. Uh, now, here's my question, because they were going so intense at it. When that taxi pulled up, is that what distracted Hayabusa enough that the light shove worked? Because before mm. that, they were, like, throwing their biggest Kamehameha's at each other and w- with, like, no effect. I mean, what was it? Was the taxi what broke his concentration enough that, you know, light little tap is, is what... 
seal the day? I don't know, because a car drove past earlier and, like, splashed him? Yeah, that's why, that's why I'm questioning. I don't know. I think it's because he was so honorable that the delinquents go, Sakamoto, we're the ones that were cutting the hair and doing all these things. We stole your stuff. And I feel like that affected him. Yeah. There's a little bit earlier where, like, like the delinquents are going to try and cheat, and he's just like, no, if I can't beat him, then I've already lost. <laughs> okay. You know, that's fair, too, because he might be the head of the, quote, fingers delinquents, but he does show a couple of moments where uh, he still kind of respects the whole I've got to save face and uh, maintain honor kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So believe it or not, Hayabusa, actually, they have another episode with him. He's a real respectable guy. Yeah. If you don't piss off him, if you don't piss him off and you don't like mess with his friend, he's not going to bother you. In fact, yeah. he might ask you for advice on how to win the approval of his new stepmom. Oh, that's a whole other can of worms. Mm. Oh, man. That, <laughs> okay. I don't know if that's good or creepy. One of those is going to happen. It's only creepy when they wear, when Sakamoto hides under his jacket. So he he just can... wears a big jacket and Sakamoto is his arms. Oh, no, they they didn't do that. They didn't do, like, the extra tall boy uh, routine with, like, a big coat. <laughs> they I did. did a business. And then they get in a fight. Is it, like, a, a bad slap fight? I really hope it's a bad slap fight, because that's what you would get in a, a giant coat routine. Sakamoto refuses to hit anybody, so they switch. So Sakamoto's the body, and Hayabusa's the arms throwing all the punches. <laughs> sir? Sir? Par- pardon me, sir. Uh, you seem to have switched heads. Uh, <laughs> I have questions, several. Uh, oh if you could God. just be so kind, to, please quit wildly flailing at me and uh, <laughs> answer my questions. The scene with Sakamoto, like doing the whole "Oh, I thought you were going to catch cold," is the most like romance framed shot ever. There's like beachy sparkles. There's a pink background. I kind of was waiting for him to try to make out with him just a little. Just a little, but... That's the weird part about this. It, you always feel like it's going to go there. Mm-hmm. Like It's like, oh, are they, are they about to bridge this gap? There's a, weird, there's a weird sexual tension there a little bit. Like, because they're, they're like number one, <laughs> number two competing. So like, I'm just waiting for them to like angry naked wrestle at each other. <laughs> oh, they want you to ship it so hard. <laughs> they, they, really, they really break down the boundaries of what is like, what is friendship? What is love? How far in can you go? To the point where when you cut to Kubo in the next scene, and he's like, I don't want to get out of bed. I'm hideous. And his mom's like, there are handsome boys outside. Huh? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Maybe I'm not that That's what gets him out of bed. Like, I, I'm a, I might feel like an uggo, but if like if they're showing up at my door, the, like the handsome boys, eh, I can walk to them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna see what they want. You yeah. know, <laughs> we figured out a home remedy on um, howto.com. <laughs> so yeah, and, and, and that's the next scene. Like Sakamoto is like, "Well, to repay me, you can buy dinner." And I love the scene of uh, Hayabusa getting his men to like apologize. He's just like slamming their faces into the ground in a bow. <laughs> it's very good. It's mm-hmm. a cool scene. Yep. Yeah, he's clearly showing who's top dog, and they got no problem with this. They got to fall in line if they want to be part of the delinquents. Because when you're a jet, you're a jet. <laughs> Fucking hell. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, think, I think they're staying with the jets after that because uh, they had to help. They had to help Kubo eat all the seaweed 
and decorate the house. <laughs> yeah, they decorate the house. He's with too it. short to decorate the house. <laughs> hey, remember that time that you had a dinner party and you used the food that you're going to eat to decorate the house also? Yeah, I don't remember that time either. <laughs> you guys don't hang a turkey above the table where you're serving turkey? <laughs> I just I just take a nail gun and staple a couple of butterballs uh, along the wall. <laughs> I feel like it adds it adds flair and flavor to my Thanksgiving dinners. <laughs> hey, you ever do right by your friend so you hang outside of his window when him and his newfound friends are eating dinner? Like a fucking creep, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> As a, a little sign of courtesy, I, I draw a little Blair Witch symbol on the window uh, to know, let him know I was there later. <laughs> you know, just to up the creepy factor a little bit, because kisses... I thought I thought someone was there. It's just the rain. <laughs> the way they frame that scene is exactly like the scene in like a Christmas movie or something like that, where some benevolent spirit helps out the family and it's just like hanging outside the window. Except it's an actual dude. What if we told you that Sakamoto's been in that house before? Um, Sakamoto's in fact been a spirit in that house before, because Kubo's mother is in love with Sakamoto, like obsessive. Everyone is in love with Sakamoto. Yeah. That is the, the through line of the show. This is like total horn dog illegal. <laughs> it gets bad. It gets to the point where she's trying to get Sakamoto co- to come over to tutor Kubo, but doesn't tell him that Kubo isn't home. So Sakamoto, you might have seen this gif where Sakamoto is literally hiding on the walls like Tobey Maguire Spider-Man to avoid being seen. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, I, th- I think I've seen that scene. It's it's a popular gif. It's a good gif. Him hiding in a washing machine or something. The best part is he uh, <laughs> he records himself telling her he's not real on the TV and jumps behind the TV perfectly <laughs> timed. So she thinks he wasn't real this whole time. That's, that, well, that's super dumb. Uh, <laughs> so dumb. <laughs> I don't know if that's how that works. If she buys it. <laughs> So, so Kubo's mom is real dumb. <laughs> oh, the dumbest. There's a low standard in the show. I, I feel like a lot of the jokes to make them work, uh, that they're going to write in the future, rely on the most gullible characters ever written. Do you think that people being dumb in a show or a story or any kind of fiction ever is usually a handicap for someone to make their idea work? I think sometimes... Well, with horror, it's always a trope uh, because a lot of horror stories don't work if the characters act in a smart, logical way, especially if you're doing modern horror and you're not placing it in a location that's so remote that things like cell phone technology is no longer an option. Mm. Because modern horror uh, with working cell phones just immediately ends if the characters are at all smart. Nope. Calling the cops. Getting out of here. Bye. Story over. <laughs> I ran out of my family plan. I can't use this phone anymore. <laughs> Guys, I'm out of minutes. <laughs> okay. Wow. <laughs> I forgot that minutes exist on cell phones. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> They're all college kids, right? <laughs> I used to work for a cell phone company when that was a thing, and I forgot. Oh. oh, oh sorry to bring it back, so man. So sorry. Oh, no, it's all good. That's where I met my wife was working at that place. Oh. <laughs> Well, there you go. Where's that anime? That is... Hmm. 
You never see you never see the fun stories at a like at a um you know nine to five job. You never see a clerk's anime. There should be a clerk's anime. Oh boy. You know what? I would I would be totally down for. I mean, I don't like him as an actor, but uh, do you remember Waiting? I think it had Dane Cook in it. Yep. Yes. Yep. The anime Waiting. I would watch that to have like a, a like a crass dumb nine to fiver at the job we hate our job kind of anime but i think that grates against the japanese culture where you work your job and you have mm-hmm. to be good at mm-hmm. it and you have to respect oh, no. the job yeah like it would be the most counterculture anime that they'd ever produced if they did a waiting because <laughs> i feel like you get that set up every once in a while but like it never has that crass tone i'm really sorry to sidebar this guys but kyle there is a show that does this and we hate it and it's bookseller honda san oh have you guys heard of this do you know about this the skeleton bookseller i've had it recommended to me several times no uh completely unaware people love it we were not I, fans I, yeah you know it has everything i love i'm a huge fan of skeletons I just couldn't get into it. It's literally a guy working at a bookstore having to deal with like foreigners asking for Japanese porn and other weird moments at a bookstore. And he's a skeleton. Uh, and we just were not fans of it. Do they address the fact that he's a skeleton in any way? No, because every other person is like some other weird thing. Like, yeah. oh, the the store clerk guy's a hippo. It's like, what? And they never address or explain any of that, though? Nope. Okay, I'm out. I'm out because that would infuriate <laughs> me. All I'll say for best, like, nine to five office job anime, fucking Agretzico. So good. Oh, oh, yeah. All right. All right. You know okay, what? yeah, th- th- that's fair. I I've, I've picked up a couple of that, uh, those episodes. And I'm like, this is so cute. And I dig the music. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know what? I did watch Agretzico. It was pretty good. It does cover, just cover nine to five and romance in nine to five. There you go. Hmm. We back to Sakamoto and how everyone's stupid. Do we want to like real quick explain the watch trick that Sakamoto does? Because sure, please. There's an episode where. Do you remember the end of this episode where there's three boys playing volleyball in like the dirt lot outside? It's like a quick gag at the end. So they want a porno. So they hire Sakamoto. They blackmail Sakamoto to get him to pick up an adult video from the adult video store. And Sakamoto does this by walking up to the clerk so confidently that the guy thinks he's an adult. And to sell it, Sakamoto looks at his wrist where he has drawn on a golden Rolex. <laughs> and it's it just works. With pen. And for some reason, he believes him. People are dumb in this universe. Sakamoto, Sakamoto is apparently just a, a, a big time confidence man mm-hmm. uh, a, a lot of the time and i don't think that he's trying to be i think he's too dumb to you know have any of those fears yeah they don't have those fears on the alien planet he's so disengaged with the rest of society everyone thinks he's cool and he's just inadvertently successful ironic <laughs> <laughs> so did you guys watch the preview for the uh for the next episode i didn't I didn't because I was running short on time. That's totally fine. Uh, there's there's a girl who has a crush on Sakamoto and secretly takes pictures of him, but for some reason in every picture there's a ghost. <laughs> <laughs> and that and that's that's, that's really all preview. you need to know. That's it. I want the same story, but I want like a weird sidebar where he's still removed from society because secretly at night he's also a serial killer. <laughs> 
<laughs> well, there actually are some there fan are. theories. <laughs> yeah, there, there are some fan theories into why Sakamoto is like this and uh, what his home life is like, because we only get little hints. We never actually see like where he lives or anything like that. Oh, yeah, he, he's dextering it up mm-hmm. uh, yeah. at night. <laughs> There's there's a theory that actually goes along. Now, this isn't spoilers because nothing's confirmed. No. But there's actually a theory that Sakamoto is dying. Now, I know that sounds weird. But, but he there- was in the nurse's office at the end of this episode. He was with a very high, a high fever that he seems oblivious to. Like, oh, no, that can't be. Is the theory that this is all like a make-a-wish thing? <laughs> Well, For some that, people say, yeah, some people say that like people are only being nice to him because they know he's like kind of weird and dying. It's like a weird Truman show thing where like everyone's reacting because they all know and he doesn't. Yeah. <laughs> and he's also being the coolest he can be because he only has a couple months left to live. And he says something in like the last episode. My only regret is being in the nurse's office for so many times. It's it's like weird throwaway lines that you can really read a lot into if you're looking to do that. Huh. But uh, it's an interesting theory, and it's a cool way to look at this show. Who's looking to read into a uh, something way too deep? <laughs> Clearly not the internet. Oh, no. Never. Especially not anime fans. No. Never. No. <laughs> uh-uh. That's not them. <laughs> I'm happy with he's either an alien or a stand user. That's the bar I set for it. Oh, I hope so. It's my favorite JoJo part four arc. <laughs> no, it's part nine. It's secretly been part nine this whole time. Is his is his stand just like a like a domino style power? <laughs> yep. Where he's just super lucky all the time forever. I mean, luck is the best superpower mm-hmm. though. Look yeah. at Domino. That is a stand. Mm-hmm. Yes. No. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Like you don't need to be skilled or powerful if you're mm-hmm. lucky. <laughs> <laughs> Got that Nathan Drake luck. Tr- you should just like put that in on scenes, and you'll get away with it. <laughs> It took us a long way to get here, but (laughs) for a show that I didn't take that many notes on, we managed to go on basically every possible diversion. (laughs) Oh, yeah, this has definitely been an anime safari that we have all Mm -hmm. gone on. (laughs) And you know what? The safari was just like a weird non-Ohio high school bridge area. (laughs) It's just like this one location. Cold and it hurts your face. It's the (laughs) people... Episode title. <laughs> Non-Ohio High School. <laughs> you're gonna oh get you're gonna get a lot of clicks from people that don't know what anime is. <laughs> That's my favorite thing. <laughs> oh my god. So would you guys uh, watch another episode? I think Joe, you said no. Yeah, I I I, I don't know if that's a, a time. Thing, or if that's a, a desire thing. Mm. I think for me, like looking at this, I don't think there's like a fulfilling story. I wouldn't go out of my way just to like binge this entire series. I might watch like a random episode because mm. wacky bullshit is going to happen, but it's not something that I would be like, this is something that goes right to the top of my list of things to watch. <laughs> <laughs> And when you need your wacky bullshit, it's at the top. Yeah. yeah perfect. <laughs> See, here, here's my pitch to Joe. My pitch is that we watch this together at the same time and we play a drinking game <laughs> oh, with this... all the wacky bullshit. <laughs> oh. And we'll establish the rules at the beginning. And I don't know, like, we'll take a shot 
We'll define rules, or you know what? Maybe you guys can send us some rules. If you guys need some rules, we'll probably come up with them now. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> and then we just watch it, and I mean, at the end, it's probably just us making soft sounds into the mic at each other that aren't actual words. <laughs> but yeah, I would do that with Joe. That, that sounds like a good time to me. This show requires... It, it, it makes you... Ask a lot of questions, but I don't think it requires a lot of brain power. It's just... Oh, definitely not. Sit and take it in. <laughs> yep. You can be on the levels of any character in the show and still have a decent time. And it's just... Sub- I'd say, sub- yeah, subjectively, this is a great show to watch if you have alcohol. <laughs> it might be It might be even, even better. Sure. You can argue that like, you don't even need to be a big anime fan to watch this, too. I mean... If you're okay with some like weird bullshit every once in a while, you might actually enjoy this. Mm-hmm. It's definitely if if you don't take away, I want to watch the show. Just please look up Sakamoto Chair for the best scene in anime ever. Oh it's yeah, pretty good. <laughs> oh, you're selling you're selling it pretty hard now. Yeah. I, I mean, the best scene ever, huh? Best scene. I I don't know. Yeah, I, I think it was the scene that really defined what this show was going when to I be. When I look back and people go, "What was the moment you were like, I'm aware of who I am, what place I am, where I need to be, my five year <laughs> plan." I'm like, it's watching Sakamoto sit down. <laughs> that really, really sold my existence. All right. So what I need everybody to do is watch that scene and you know if you hard disagree at them at oh, them do so it. hard do it at palm top podcast yeah <laughs> i'll just respond like i'll just respond half-assedly with like that's just your opinion man uh i'll like throw some crying emojis yeah no i want to tune in and like make some popcorn and, and watch this fight come on <laughs> be more passionate than that i'll have a sumo fight if i don't agree with you oh uh, yeah i'll push you so hard yeah. And then I will hail you a cab. So that was... Uh, I don't even know how to segue off of that. That was... Haven't you heard I'm Sakamoto? Haven't you heard? I'm... Haven't wow. I heard I'm Sakamoto? And now we've all heard. Oh, man. Now, now I want Sakamoto to be an amnesia patient. And, like, just stumbling through, like, awkwardly successful. And, like, everyone's in <laughs> awe and praise of him. And he has no fucking clue even who he is. He loses his cool. That seems like an even better setup. They kick off the opening by pointing at his chest directly and go, haven't you heard? You're Sakamoto. (laughs) What? Cue the guitars. So Sakamoto gets his cool back. I mean, he might be dead. So we have to, to, season two has a good reason to never come around. He might just be dead. Very true. Oh, cool. So we, we mix in an element of, uh, uh, what's the one decent Shyamalan movie? Uh, <laughs> uh, that's, a, that's a poll you should put on your Twitter right now. Oh, what was oh. the one decent? Because I'm going to say Unbreakable. Unbreakable is good. Uh, uh, the one with Bruce Willis. I didn't mind that one. Uh, oh, Sixth yeah. Sense? Well, yeah, there you go. Oh, yeah. I was going to say Unbreakable is also the one with Bruce Willis. Oh, shit. <laughs> okay, so like... That's the, that's the formula. You need to add a Bruce Willis, and then you get a decent Shyamalan flick. But other than that. <laughs> All right. Uh, calling it now, Bruce Willis for the guy in his underwear. Ah. As Sarah put a blonde wig on him. That is good casting, sir. Well called. Well called. There, there you go. I got one in me. <laughs> Which means uh, Van, Wild- Van Wilder will play um, Kubo's mother. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, but bad. when you say Van Wilder, do you mean Ryan Reynolds? 
I mean the original OG Van Wilder that I forgot the name of. Oh, Burt Kreischer. <laughs> yes. Oh, God. Okay, I, w- I was here for like a uh, Ryan Reynolds playing a, a female character. I'd be, I'd, I'd like to watch that. I think that could be fun. Oh, Ryan Reynolds, actually, you know how he cameos? He's just one of the girls that is in <laughs> Sakamoto's Mafia. Oh, you mess with my chance to make out with Sakamoto's face? Yeah. <laughs> they all called it Junior. What is this hive mind? Are we going to get into this? No. It's a little clay thing. They're just all Junior. It didn't break his glasses either. Those are adamantium. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, man. Uh, I think that we could all write an anime and it would be real dumb, but people would watch it. Mm -hmm. Oh, instantly. With a little help from a word generator. Yeah, just (laughs) toss everything that we're saying into Google Translate. Translate it to four different languages. (laughs) Let the hive mind work at it a little bit, or the the cloud mind work at it a little bit, and see what we come up with. Perfect. Mm. I'd be down to give that a Google. (laughs) All right, so uh, with that said, is it time to do the thing? Yes, you you may do the thing. All right, next time on WTF Anime. So, what are we watching, guys? I wasn't prepared for this bit. Come on, All tell right. me that you weren't. Really? <laughs> I'm going <laughs> to... I just got I'm, someone to Sakamoto. Because I, I, I actually have a really good pick that we've been watching every week. Oh, yeah, what you got? All right. So, Kyle, you're yes. just a person. Actually, I am Joe. just a person. Joe and Travis. Okay, I'm not I a person. I just hung anymore. out with you in a coffee shop. He's not a person. I just hung out with you in a coffee shop for the first time. Hey, you're watching something. I'm watching a show. It's the best show I've seen all year. You're like, oh, cool. What's it called? Oh, nothing. It's just called Rascal Dreams of Bunny Girl Senpai. So we're doing that, huh? <laughs> this is when I walk away from you at the coffee shop. <laughs> I know, and then I throw my business card at you like a shuriken. No, it's a good show, please. <laughs> it's one of those that's so hard to talk about, and like all your friends who like may or may not have heard of it, it's just like, all right, bear with me for this title. Well, see, here's the thing: it doesn't matter. We don't have have a choice. Uh, as if you own the lamp and have rubbed it, we are the genie that must obey the command. So. Oh no! Yeah, we got we we just need an episode number from you guys. I apologize yes. in advance. Number one. Yeah, we, you have to start off with number one for this one. I I genuinely think you guys might enjoy it. At least I the hope concept. so. Oh, it's gonna be more in our wheelhouse too, because mm-hmm. we cover slice of life animes. Next time, then it's give me that title again, because Jesus Christ, <laughs> <laughs> I think I actually got it wrong. Uh, it's it's Rascal Dreams of Bunny Girl Senpai. It's Rascal does not. Dream of Bunny Girl Senpai. Oh, God. It's just, it. I want to forget it. <laughs> I think I have a nosebleed so, now. <laughs> you said it too many times. <laughs> too much. Rumpelstiltskin's behind me. Oh, I'm going to die. Yeah. You have sl- summoned the man's slender uh, by saying that too many times. I'm sure of it. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> and now I will not dream of Bunny Girl Senpai. <laughs> uh,. So we've got our next episode. I I just I just have this sneaking uh, suspicion. Travis is gonna fucking hate me. <laughs> oh, I don't know what you're talking about. Wink. <laughs> <laughs> well, see, I, I, I'm prepared for that. That's usually the way it goes. Is like the guests want to come on, 
and give me a show that we can all talk about and discuss. And then they're like, but wait, 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 wait. What's the next thing we can trash Travis with? That he's just going to be like angrily yelling into the mic that Joe's like, dude, you got to stop, you know, redlining your mic. (laughs) (laughs) Well, real talk, like Toradora, the show that we started our show off of, actually great show. You can watch it anywhere. Don't watch it on this. Watch Bunny Girl Senpai. But Toradora is also a good show I think Travis might enjoy. Yes, definitely. If we could recommend anything to you guys before before we're out of here, give Toradora a watch. Okay, we've been sentenced to one and recommended the other. Yeah. So so here's the thing. You guys do slice of life anime in a way that is actually conducive to talking about it. We do. We do a random fucking episode. <laughs> Pick a random episode. <laughs> slice of life is awful to talk about one episode at a time. We've only ever watched what? Like one that I've enjoyed and that's because Somebody said, no, you have to watch the first three. They're all super short anyways. Mm-hmm. And then we were like, oh, yeah, this is this is second cool. <laughs> Which one was that? Uh, do Dure Children. Oh, oh that's Sura that's your children. jam. Yep. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, yeah, we watched that with uh, James D'Amato from, from One Shot RPG. I don't know oh, if you guys. Oh. Really. Yeah. I'll have to listen to that then. I went through that in English, actually. Oh, I think- it, well, it... At the time of this recording, it's not out. But by the time this recording comes out, it it should be out. <laughs> this this episode is out like next year. So <laughs> excellent. <laughs> we're 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 working a little ahead. We're working a little ahead. That's all. Oh man, I sure love playing Smash. I sure love the world that's still around. Yeah, Detective Pikachu <laughs> was great. Donald Trump has definitely not started any wars. <laughs> Collusion? <laughs> Treason? No. What? <laughs> Great. No, I cross my fingers every night. I'm like, I want to watch anime and not read Twitter on my regular <laughs> Twitter to read about the news. I'm good. Every victory is a loss. But what were we saying? Surrender children. Dub. Pretty good. I, I think, uh, like Joe, you were saying your wheelhouse is more like subs. And um, Travis, I'm not sure how you spin on this, but like I usually will go for the dub option whenever I can. My my favorite option since I started recording this podcast is accidentally screwing up the episode number that I'm supposed to watch, and then uh, I don't care if it's sub or dub. I can go either way, just as long as I accidentally watch the wrong episode number, and then go to Joe and he's like, "That was the wrong one." I'm like, "Oh, great." <laughs> it's a universal language. My favorite example of that is, here is this episode of Stardust Crusaders I was like I would like you to watch. Now I'm going to watch the best episode of part four, which is they go out to get Italian food. Oh, okay. it's the best one. They just dubbed that one, and it's great because they got an Italian accent. <laughs> yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. Wash your hands. This is an Italian restaurant. <laughs> it's like, oh, of course. <laughs> the most offensive. Oh, fantastic. Uh, upside, none of the Italian characters are named Jacuzzi, right? No, there's no Jacuzzi splot in um, JoJo's. No no face tattoos? No face tattoos. I, I just feel so bad. Japan is the worst at naming things. It, oh. it's, the, it's the one thing that I've really learned along my journey is that they're like, that vaguely sounds like the thing we're trying to do. Do that. JoJo's has never named anything bad. Hot pants doesn't exist. No, definitely not. <laughs> yeah, Hot they've pants. definitely never drawn anybody like a stack of tires either. <laughs> that boy is 13. <laughs> yeah. He looks like a truck. That boy is not a human. <laughs> There's a lot of characters that are arguably not human in JoJo's. Yep. 
there's there's a part five episode just happened where it's just like you see a kid and they're like this boy's been using drugs he's 12 and he looked <laughs> older than the 15 year olds on this show oh my that's, god that's fine travis has seen the torture dance <gasps> yes that's all he's seen of part five i'm so happy with what they did with the torture dance man <laughs> they showed off their stand powers ah so good yeah, yeah. they took oh, it up to 11 haze in the in the reflection yeah yeah it's like a cover of Control. Like I, I couldn't cool. believe ah. it when I saw it because I, I was expecting disappointment. Mm. This is four frames in the manga. Yeah, it's only four <laughs> frames. Like, what can you do <laughs> yeah. with that? I'm like, you know what? It's just gonna be some dumb dance or some dumb. They could have put no. six frames, and it would have been better. Oh, <laughs> uh, it was really good. Well, now I have a dance I yeah. have to learn. We go down the digression hole sometimes. <laughs> now that's 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 what we do. Some of it will be edited out. Who knows? That's podcasting, um, okay? <laughs> if you can't oh, fall down gosh. a weird digression, not germane to the actual topic of your podcast, you're not podcasting right, okay? Now this is podcasting. <laughs> you should not be able to upload it if you do not have two digressions. You did not do a podcast. I don't know what you did, but you're a monster and stop it. Get better. Do better. Please try <laughs> TED Talk. Oh, <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> Here's my anime TED talk. <laughs> Japan, figure out how breasts work. They don't move that way. Oh, I know no. that you have women. Those women, I presume, have breasts. They don't work that way. Stop that. <laughs> this has a, been my anime TED talk. Thank a you. A scientific look at Gunbuster. <laughs> okay. <Yeah. laughs> we're giving you bumpers now, Joe. That's what we're doing. <laughs> so good. Oh. I don't even want to see a TED talk about anime breasts. I don't want to see the person talking. I want the camera turned around on the audience. <laughs> all the family members there. All the children. Just give me a close-up on the children. No, no. I need, I need that, that audience for that TED talk to be stocked with nothing but guys that don't know how to properly trim a beard and feel that the fedora is the height of fashion. Oh, yes. Exhibit A, that one scene in High School of the Dead where tits move faster than bullets. Yes, I was hoping that you would bring that up. <laughs> oh, yeah, he definitely showed me that gift once. I'm like, what? what is this? What is this nonsense? Have you seen the math behind it? Her, her like, tits break the sound barrier. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. There should have been thunderclaps. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> that uh, show is great, besides all is that. Is it? It's, I, it's, it's a problematic fave. <laughs> No, I mean, if you could remove that, uh, uh, the general setup for the show, I'd love. Mm-hmm. It's like a better version of Walking Dead. I just wish it wasn't so pandery. Yeah. There's a lot of shows that once you once you get a little older and a little more culturally aware, you look back at some anime and you're like, eh, eh. Mm. I can't, I can't really Maybe watch. This wasn't as good as I thought it was, and it is fact a little <laughs> gross. Yeah, that's an anime TED talk. Right. Finding the truth in this girl wanting to doink her brother. Oh. <laughs> All right. And on that, I'm out. <laughs> no, uh, seriously, we should probably get on to some business. Yes. Joe. <laughs> so, Joe, why don't you hit him with some business? Yeah. So if you would like to find the show on Twitter, we are at WTF Anime Show. You can reach out to us via email using WTF Anime Show at gmail.com. I'm very practiced at this now. And you can always and forever find me on Twitter at the Joe Hadfield. Travis, where can they find you? Sure. If you want to hit me up on the Twitters, you can find me at DiceLobber, D-I-C-E-L-O-B-B-E-R. And remember, I don't run the WTF handle, so 
you want to talk to both of us, you got to tag me too. Uh, if you like what we do here, uh, you might also like uh, us playing dumb characters or running he- superhero stories. So check out the Lost Libraries uh, where Joe and I both play Monster Hunters in one and I play a superhero team boy in another that he runs. This is awkward. Anyways, <laughs> hey, guests. Why don't you tell us where they can find you and what you guys do? Oh, sure. You can find us on the Palm Top Podcast on YouTube under the YouTube channel Kitchen Bed Media. You can also find us on Twitter under Palm Top Podcast. You can find me at at OKDolan. I retweet dumb JoJo memes and dumb anime pictures. Uh, and with that, I think we can call this episode to a close. <laughs> thank you guys so much for coming on. This was amazing. <laughs> Thanks oh, for thank having you. us. It was very good. It was very good. Uh, it feels really weird. I don't feel like we discussed an anime. Mostly nope. we were all making jokes. I think, no, there was some anime in there, I think. It was just it, a feeling. Yeah. We just discussed a feeling. It was more than a feeling. I'm high on believing that, that we might all be aliens. I know this song. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> I know that reference. <laughs> and <laughs> with, with that, I guess, bye. Goodbye. Reverse howdy. Reverse howdy. <laughs> yeah. Bye. Bye. <laughs> All right. I'm going to stop the recording. <laughs>